Oh, you cut over early. That was weird. I wasn't little, expecting little that. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to HTS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Sports podcast. This is episode 230 for the week of April 10th, 2022. Wonderful. My, my name is Josh AKJK5. This week, I'm joined by the man. In the Raleigh exclusive, right? Yeah. HCS Camouflaggio. At least that's what they told us, you know. Yeah. Fuck, better not be lying to us. <laughs> Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this Monday evening? Doing fine. How about yourself? I'm doing well as well. Thank you for asking. Uh, before we even dive into anything, uh, Maddie, I believe, of Maddie Rums of NoobCombo.com fame, I tweeted out that apparently it's National Pets Day today. Um, so I got a puppy. So that happened. I got a puppy yesterday. Um, so that's fun. She's an asshole, but, you know, so am I. So, you know, it's great. Um, cool. Awesome. Do you want to know what's coming <laughs> up on this week's episode of the show? Yeah. What do we got? Europa Halo has a major announcement. Hence why I'm wearing my Europa Halo hoodie because, you know, it's a special time, a special occasion. De suave, man. Welcome to the live show. Everybody who's tuning in live, welcome. Hope you're having a great night. Uh, so, yeah, Europa Halo has a major announcement. We'll talk about that as we kick off competitive news. HCS Kansas City gets some great updates. Lots of stuff to talk about for Kansas City. Uh, tournaments are recapped, including finding out the remaining invited players and teams to Kansas City. CTF overtime rules are adjusted in Halo Infinite. We'll see how that affects uh, the competitive scene, especially come Kansas City. And uh, the live service model is looked into for Season 2 and beyond for Halo Infinite. So without further ado, Will, I think it's time that we just dive right into some hot, juicy, sexy, competitive news. Uh, so, <laughs> Will's knocking laptops over. Um, FaZe Clan Halo Invitational has been announced. This is by FaZe. Introducing the FaZe Clan Halo Invitational presented by Nissan. April 16th and 17th with 12 invited teams and four qualified teams. It's a 50000 $50,000 prize pool. That's fucking excited. If you want more information on that event, then uh, check out the show notes of the show, exclamation point show notes in chat if you're watching live, or check out the link in the Google Doc. Uh, well, which will bring you to the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. It'll be in the description of the episode. There we go. We got there, you know. take. Sometimes I forget what I'm saying. You should. Your words are hard, shirt, you know. It's all I think about when I fuck something up is that <laughs> that shirt exists. Um, Halo Rec League tournament announcement. It's by Halo Rec League. We're running a SWAT tournament. Check out the spring SWAT Halo Infinite tournament on April 23rd. 4v4, best of three with the grand finals being best of five. There's no entry fee. There's no prize pool. It's for the fun of SWAT. Let's go check that shit out. How about some EU stuff? Right before we lead into the Europa Halo announcement, the top 64 players in the EU region based on average placing. This is by Mr. T and Crumpets. He states, excited to finally uh, 
Start sharing the data I've been collecting. Here's the top 64 players in the EU based on average placing. I think this does a great job displaying who the best players have been over the course of split number one. Keep your eyes open on Thursday for another table. And guess who's on that list, Will? Hmm. the boy. Nice. He's on there. All right. Europa Halo and HCS announcement. This is by Europa Halo and Tashi. Europa Halo states, and I'm pretty sure this was yesterday, okay? The upcoming Europa Halo Spring Series will award this, uh, some of the first HCS points in split number two. So after the break after uh, Kansas City. Also, there will be several more events later this year from Europa Halo with HCS points and Twitch drops. So, congratulations, guys. That's awesome. It's finally good to see the grassroots organizers, you know, actually be involved in some way. Um, and Tashi actually provided a little bit more clarification on that front. He stated, providing a small amount of HCS points to HCS grassroots tournament operator partners was part of the vision for the program since day one. And we're glad to start offering that up with Europa Halo, who have done so much for the EU community. Absolutely. So congratulations, guys. It's greatly deserved. It's about fucking time. Um, and I'm just really, really happy that finally grassroots partners, grassroots tournament organizers are actually being included in the fold of Infinite Esports because that's the only way things are going to grow in other regions. Is with I mean, obviously, we have official events with the uh, World Championships, right? Um, but to grow things even further, you want to keep people engaged as much as you possibly can. And one of the ways to keep people engaged is by having these community-run events all the time. And Europa Halo's been doing a great job of that for many years. And the other thing to keep in mind is that now there's HCS points um, associated with their events. So it'll give even more incentive for people to sign up and compete, bring more people into the, fo into the fold, and just keep expanding out. It's fucking awesome. Speaking of the future, the future looks bright. It's by Tashi. He states, Two-day summit between HCS team and esports engine is in the books. Invigorated by what we all have planned for you in KC and beyond. Great conversations around year two as well and how we can make the format and structure even better. Lots of work ahead, but couldn't be more excited. So in the words of our show, Will, we'll just have to wait and see on that front. But it is good to know that they're having continual talks. And uh, obviously the HCS team wants things to be as best as it could possibly be. Um, and they want to continually iterate, right? They want to continually make things better to make each year progressively better. And so regardless if you if you go to events or not, provide that feedback, right? Provide that feedback from a spectator standpoint, from a player standpoint, from a viewer standpoint at home, whatever it may be. All that information, again, constructive criticism, respective, okay? They look at that. They look at all of it. Provide it to them. Everything will be better in the future too. All right, Will, here we go. The PCs are back. This is by Tashi as well. KC competitors. For the HCS Kansas City Major, we will be using PCs for pool play and championship bracket once again. The decision was made after a thorough investigation, update, and testing of the PCs that we used at Raleigh and will use at Kansas City. After Raleigh, the team was able to isolate the causes of the crashes we saw on site. These issues have since been addressed in the 1.1.1 update in February and have not appeared in the testing of these PCs prior to Kansas City. All on the up and up there, it sounds good. While we feel confident going into KC with PCs for pool play and championship bracket, 
We understand that there will always be variables at play that may lead to issues. We have plans in place in case anything unexpected happens in order to avoid situations like Friday at Raleigh. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing everyone in Kansas City. So that's fucking awesome. So obviously it sounds it sounds like if, if it's not going to be um, official hardware, it'll be dev kits again for Series X as if the PCs aren't going to work out. Um, but yeah, we, we've seen, Will, we've seen so many times already, like pros online asking, uh, hey, are we going to have PCs at the event? Are we playing on Series X? What do I need to practice on? Well, we finally have the concrete information right now. Uh, it'll be PCs for pool play and championship bracket. And uh, fingers fucking crossed that they stay alive. Fingers crossed. Well, you know I like merch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you like merch, Will? Yeah. All right. It's <laughs> sure for hoodie Will over there. It's a problem. It is. It is. Well, Will, what if I told you that there'd be even more? merch yeah not i don't know how much new but apparently it's gonna be new i'm already wearing two things from kansas city here oh shit i got the 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 phase long sleeve on oh hcs wait i saw the red so i thought it was the big team battle bonanza shirt for a golden boys team you know as a joke they made those in only three x's yeah they're fucking huge (laughs) yeah i could not wear that thing how many times, how many times can you, because it's 100% cotton. Just blast it in the dryer. How many times can you wash it and dry it before it shrinks to that? Does it, will it just continually shrink? I think you'll start to get like the bacon neck, you know, with the, oh, the thing going on. It might be weird. It. Okay. Good we to could know. try. As somebody who does the laundry in this household, I feel fucking stupid for not knowing the answer to that question. So... Hey, I'm dumb. That's besides the point. Merch. Yes, there will be an event exclusive tee available for those in Kansas City. Awesome new design that's authentic to HCS and Kansas City. But you have to buy it. Okay, so it's not like a VIP thing. It's not a it's not anything of that. You have to buy it. There will also be new mainline HCS gear in Kansas City and online. We're also in the middle of cooking up gear drops for future events. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck. You don't need it all. I need it all. You want it all? I, w- I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's my merch and I need it now. No. <laughs> I'm not calling JG Wentworth over here. 877 merch now? 877 merch now. Or is it Merc? 877 Merc now because it's cash. CA, it has to be four letters. Yeah. Yeah. 877 Merc. 87 Merc now. 87 Merc now. (laughs) Um, Uh, Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. No, I'm not. So, HCS Kansas City on site experience thread. This is by the HCS. Again, a lot of Kansas City information. Partnered team booths. We'll have more partnered team booths than we did in Raleigh. Joining us in Kansas City will be Cloud9. Sentinels, Phase, Space Station, and Fanatic, each providing their own unique on-site experience. So, for those who did not attend Raleigh, let me bring you into the fold here. Technically, 
technically the only new booth that's being added is Fnatic. But Cloud9 could be considered to have their like Well, the Cloud9 stuff was just kind of it was there. Yeah, it was there it was, was no, with optics. There in. was no C9 booth. No. It was shared with what Optic merch was there in the HCS store. They didn't have their own separate booth. But I will say, I'm still fucking pissed that Optic doesn't have a booth. I'm curious if this is when they say joining us in Kansas City, does that mean that cuz like Sentinels is included in here. So that makes me think E United's not going to have a booth. Well, and they I, had a great booth last time. They did. They they had they had uh them and Space Station had the best ones. Oh, I'm 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 sorry, United. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, your merch is cool and all. I, I'm not a big fan of like the big on the back of the fucking shit. But like, Space Station had the best merch at the fucking venue. But I'm surprised that, uh, like, yeah, United beat not being there is surprising. But like, if if this is the final list, right? This sounds right, like right, it's the right. final list. But it regardless. But the fact that Optic doesn't have one. They're arguably they're they're literally one of the biggest organizations in the world, and you don't. I wonder if they're going to do the same thing. Just they, share some merch in the HCS store. Yeah, hope it's fucking possibly. better than what they had at Rowling. No G two booth. Nope, no G two booth. If if that list also welcome tools. Good to see you. Uh, if that list is to be like this is the finality. This is it. Then yeah, G two won't be there either. Kind of fucking weird. It says G2 has the best gear in all of esports and I can't get any of it. They do have the cool like ninja logo yeah, the, shit, right? Yeah, and like it's the, like a samurai, right? Yeah, and then like the slash across with their it's new pretty, their new jerseys. Good. Yeah, they're pretty fucking cool. Tools, I'm going to sound like an asshole. Can you not just buy it on their website? Like, is that not possible? I will do some research. You should do some research. I get it though. Like there's, there's always like Getting it from the event, though. Oh, it's an EU. Oh, you should still be able to. Yeah, they'll just convert it for you. you you'll have to pay, like, 20 bucks for shipping to get it over here. But, yeah, you can absolutely buy it. It's more of a hat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't blame you. When I just get it at KC. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it is fucking weird, though, that, like, I'm so, it's so weird. Like I get, okay. The G2, yes, they have awesome merch. They're one of the biggest orgs in the world as well. Like it's just, but optic really no booth. That's fucking weird. Also welcome pancakes. Good to see you as well. A lot of their shit stuff is. Why did you stop yourself from saying shit? I don't know. It's a lot of it's sold out. Wow. We're not PG up in this bitch. My God. Guys, we're now a family friendly show. The, Good golly gosh, Will. The G2. Uh, shut up, Windows. <laughs> I don't want to do an update. Um, Be quiet, Windows. The G2 supporter jersey from 2021 is only available in large. And their pro kit jersey is $95. $95. Pancake says, oh, you aren't? Fuck, guess I'm out. Oh, you mean Frick. Frick. All right, see you later, Tools. Have a great night. They don't have Halo listed and as you one are of their jerseys on... Tools, you're 100% right. The Optic merch was terrible at Raleigh. Yes. Yes, it was. They have a sim racing jersey. That's why I was hoping they had a fucking booth. I mean, a freaking booth. 
<laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna try to stop myself. I really do wish they had a booth, though. I was something that we talked about it literally at Raleigh. Man, we really hope they have a booth at Kansas City. And sure enough, they're not gonna. They're, they're just not. Like that's so shitty, dude. I'll say this because Tools is right. The merch that they did have, the optic merch that was at Raleigh, was not it. Uh, besides, like the flag that they had, that was pretty cool. The banner, or whatever. Yeah. But like, uh, if there is going to be optic merch like shared with the HCS store, please let it like just bring some. And I don't even mean this in a negative way. Just bring like some generic ass optic gaming logoed stuff. Just that. That's all you need. Clean. Clean. Yes. Hoodies, shirts, hats, stickers, stickers. They have G2 national jerseys. It's kind of cool. See, they're fucking G2 knows what's up, man. You have a lifestyle. Br- Other than their NFT dumb shit that they tried to do. Besides that, they got some good shit going on. Like, see cool color combinations and shit? Stuff's awesome. I got to buy something that's G2 related to go with the... They have a Christmas sweater. Hey, Space Station did too, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's good shit. People love it. Gotta love to have it. So, partner team booths are going to be there, but not the ones that we're, we were kind of hoping for. Uh, although, the ones that will be there are going to be fine. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be cool. Looking forward to the merch that they have. Looking forward to what they have set up. It's going to be cool. I hope Space Station has something new, exclusive. True. Very true. Astro Photo Booth. As always, Astro Gaming will be back to support the community with player and team picks over at their photo booth. It was there last time. Rockstar Energy Booth. Stay on top of your game all weekend long with complimentary Rockstar Energy, but don't try to bring it back into the venue because you will be asked to throw it away. Well, or drink it, chug it. Different security team this time. Could be. I'm just preparing, you know? Prepare to not be allowed to bring outside drink, regardless if mm. you got it in the venue. I have an excuse. You do. You're diabetic. <laughs> just be prepared. And that's that's no joke. That's no front. Like, he is legitimately diabetic. Um, Just know that if you are going to KC, you will more than likely not be allowed to bring external food and drink into the venue and that even includes the complimentary rock star that you get from said venue. I'm just, I'm, that's expectation, right? I will happily be proven wrong, but I just know at Raleigh, that's what it was. They're just doing their job. Let them do their job. There's nothing wrong with that. Just be, just have expectations, right? HCS gear, all new official HCS gear will be available on site, including an exclusive Kansas City 2022 t-shirt. Make a wish booth to celebrate hashtag world wish day. Partnered HCS grassroots creators will be on site streaming and driving donations for make a wish. That's fucking rad. And will we have an update on the VIP experience? Are you ready? Yep. Early access to the venue and merch booth. That's kind of obvious. 10% off HCS gear. That's nice. It is very nice. Exclusive access to the VIP lounge. Who the fuck knows what that's going to look like? A rope. <laughs> and a bar that's not even enforced i i don't know i hope they heard because they, they talked in the previous post about enforcing masks more strictly this time yes and they heard the feedback like they got the feedback for the vip stuff yeah but i also there was another thing saying that vip wouldn't be changing for Shit. this event oh i didn't see that 
So, shit. It's going to be the, the roped off area, a little stationary bar, and four couches. If they can just have like a monitor or a TV closer, that'd be cool. Be nice. Be yeah. Neat. I mean, yeah, pretty neat. I don't use that. Um, limited edition VIP credentials. In other words, the badge that you get will have VIP on the bottom. It's purple instead of orange. Yeah, and maybe a different picture. But hey, limited edition. Exclusive production tour. We'll see if it's changed up at all. Yeah, hopefully better. Wasn't bad the first time, just hopefully expanded upon. Who knows? Early access to the free-for-all sign-up. So do, that, I, do I do that again? Ooh. Yes. You can't, yes? You can't just say, should I do that? Get my and not kicked. expect a, a, a no. I, Aquarius is literally my worst map, and that's what it's played on. It's I don't know why I cannot. So we're getting in customs. Oh, okay. and we're only running Aquarius. Free for all Aquarius from now till Raleigh. Yep. Tour to Walsh's on Aquarius only. Oh, no. Two a week. No. <laughs> Just no. What's up, Eric? Welcome to the live show. VIP rope poggers. Pancakes, let's do it. No. Fuck that. Fuck that. I mean, you could go ahead. My nah. pinky will hurt after like the first 200 kills. Nah, nah. I, I'm I'm going to enjoy this one. I'm not going to stress about playing. There you go. There you go. Surprise exclusive giveaways. So we got to be in the VIP section. Yeah. Our asses will be glued to the t- two couches that are yep. in there. And if one of us needs to get up, like we're just sprawling out, right? Yeah. Like, oh, 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 saving the entire couch. Lay, out, lay, yeah. on, lay on the couch. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. if somebody comes over, just be like, don't touch my dick. And they just like, people be like, what the fuck? Twist the dick. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just having a fight. And then finally, uh, VIPs will earn the grand finals Twitch drop. It is not exclusive for VIPs, but you just get it early and you don't have to sit there with your phone out to get it during the grand finals. So, so there you go. What happens if like someone bought two tickets? As in me? Right. Under probably not a, a your gamer tag email. Ooh. Right? We're still going to have to sit with No, phone. it's under my email. It is under my email. I just use the, I just use our account. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But I can, it's through Ticketmaster and I can transfer a ticket. So I can transfer it to you. Not to have you. Okay. Because what I'm wondering is, I'm wondering how that's going to work, right? Because they don't take gamer tag info when when you bought the tickets. Yeah. So I'm wondering if like, hey, if when, when you get your badge, right? You know what? To be, to be completely honest, I'm not going to care about that because knowing my mind, I'm going to have my phone open and make sure I get it right then and there anyway. Sure. Sure. And you will be able to do that. It is kind of weird, though. Like, how are they going to do this? Mm-hmm. So, we'll have to wait and see. And if there is something that they do take down when we arrive, beautiful. Awesome, awesome. And finally, the last piece of competitive news. HCS Kansas City talent has been announced. This is by the HCS. 
The hosts include Lottie and Blaze, and the casters include Bravo, Onset, Clutch, Gaskin, Puckett, Walshy, Goofy, Shirzy, Shyway, and Tony. Ten casters, one main stage, three featured stations. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, sad to not see Golden Boy there. He said he has prior commitments, though. Yeah. Um, so uh, fully understandable, GB. Just sad that we're not going to be able to see you there. Cool to see Puckett there. I'm casting Halo again. That's cool. Really, really happy to see um, Shirzy. That's fucking rad. Is he going to pull out the shades day one again? Oh, please do. Please do. <laughs> shades and jacket. Yeah. I just, I, I, I love what he brings. I love what all the casters do. I just, I love uh, what Shirzy brings coming into this. Love the demeanor. I think it's great. Uh, sad not seeing Echidna there. Um, I thought she, I, I, honestly, I thought she did a great job at Raleigh. I thought yeah. she was funny. Um, kind of broke up the, the normalcy. Of, yeah. I guess I don't want to use normalcy cause it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Like, I know what you mean though. Yeah. Yeah. She brought some spice. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Yeah. Like her, her E United jokes were funny and yeah, I thought, I thought, like I said, brought some spice. Thought that was much needed. Kind of like how Shirzy would do when casting brought that spice. Um, so yeah. I'm fucking excited though. We're, we're only a couple weeks away from this shit. Approaching quick. It is really. Holy moly. But that's actually it for the competitive news, Will. It's time for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. And uh, maybe buy some of their merch. I'm actually, I'm rocking the old school limited edition NoobCombo.com t-shirt. You cannot get it anywhere else, folks. You also can't get it off me, bitch. So, daily tournaments, UMG daily tournaments, and First Blood daily tournaments are taking place on Monday, April 11th. That's today. The Esports Arena Series E, which I believe did not take place last week, so I think is going to be taking place this week. I hope so. Tuesday, April 12th. That's Tamaba. We have the Louis V. Titans Money Tuesday Open. And the Halo Rec League FFA Series. Those That is continuing. Excuse me. That is continuing as well. Tuesday, April 12th, and Wednesday, April 13th, we have the FaZe Clan $50,000 Invitational Qualifier. Okay, that's the qualifier. On Wednesday, April 13th, the Knights Arena Weekly Halo Infinite 4v4. On Friday, April 15th, and Saturday, April 16th, we have the Lady Spartan Pro Series Qualifier number three. On Saturday, April 16th, we have the Halo Rec League 4v4 Fiesta Slayer April Fun Down. Ooh, I like that. Fun Down! The EGL Halo Banished Cup, the Community Gaming Halo Infinite 4v4, and the Crest League 4v4. And then on Saturday, April 16th, and Sunday, April 17th, we have the FaZe Clan $50,000 Invitational. So the qualifier had already taken place. You had your qualified teams enter with the invited teams, and it's time for the big fucking throwdown, baby. Oh, shit. Fun Down and EGL have been canceled. Thanks, Maddie. Well, fuck me. Just remove those real quick. That's it. For your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobComma.com. Check out NoobComma.com for all your Halo esports needs. Will, what, uh, what would we typically have next? 
Raider Hater coming in during the sound of Roster Mania with a five-month resub. Thank you very much. You get a. Will, what what do we what what would what, what this segment typically be? It's usually Roster Mania, but we got nothing right now. So you get a woo! There it is. EGL has canceled all their Halo tournaments. See, I was wondering, Maddie, because I saw that there weren't results for the one that should have taken place last week. Um, so I, I, I didn't want to assume, but I kind of assumed. You know what I mean? Oops, on the timing. Nah, man, it's great. The timing was fucking phenomenal. Thank you so much for the five-month resub. You're incredible. Thank you so much. Well, Will, since we don't have any rosters to talk about right now, let's talk about some scrims. Um, and... Not only some scrims. Um, so, Will, we, we've talked about Snipe Down on the show. Eric Rona. You know, the, the dude. And uh, he's been hearing a lot of shit. Some of it from us. And you know what? He's actually talked about it. So, without further ado, let's get into some scrim recaps and let's talk about what Snipe said. On April 6th, complexity. This is a big one here. Okay. Again, scrims are scrims, so take it, take everything with a grain of salt, you know, whatever you want to do. But on April 6th, Complexity beat G2 7-3. G2, partnered team, has had basically a consistent roster. Complexity coming in, they believe they had a roster change before they won that open series event. Complexity beating them 7-3, that's, I don't, might not be anything to scoff at there, that's pretty cool. Good to see Complex, like I said, watch out for that. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm wrong on a lot of predictions, okay? Basically every prediction. So take whatever I say with a grain of salt when I say this. But pay attention to that complexity roster at KC. I feel something. My tingly bits, you know? Just feel something. Uh, April 7th, FaZe beats Sentinels 7-6. to six. Okay. Something to pay attention to. FaZe have gotten a little bit better in their scrims. Sentinel's a team that has, uh, now that they finally have their full roster again, they're able to consistently practice with one another. Um, who knows? Something to pay attention to. FaZe performing a little bit better in scrims. We've, we've seen them not do so hot in scrims before. Hopefully this trend continues. Just have a couple more weeks before KC starts, and you have that boot camp that I believe they're in. So we'll just have to wait and see. And then Cloud9, the only reason why I'm including this is because of what Xset did. So Cloud9 beat Xset, but it was 7-4. to four. Now we talk about all the time, how much effort are they actually putting in, you know, blah, 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 it's scrims a scrim. But the fact that Xset took four games off Cloud9, something to think about. Kratos hate aside, that exit roster, they have fire in them. They have a lot of fire in them. Who knows how this is going to transition to KC, but they, I, I know Kratos wants to win. That's without a shadow of a doubt. So we'll see what happens. And then on April 10th, Optic Gaming, again, close one. Optic Gaming beat FaZe 7-6. to six. So again, 
Faye's getting better in scrims. This is recent, okay? But that's good to see. Because all we want to see is progress being made, regardless of you being scrims or not. Like, the fact of the matter is this is data that we have to go off of. They're getting better in the scrims. They need to translate this into tournament format. But here's what Snipedown said. Seen so much Halo talk the past month plus about Snipe plays too much Apex, etc. But don't realize how much I actually work my ass off. Just because I don't stream scrims doesn't mean I'm not playing every day, watching films, talking strats, even doing two-a-days. I'm doing just fine. Focus more on what you can do to uh, what you can do better in your own life, and I promise you'll be much happier. I love competing in Halo, but casually the game isn't rewarding in the slightest. I'm blessed to have a game like Apex to stream every day while I compete in another. I scrim every single day besides Saturdays. Always in there to talk about the games after, warm up before. I'm gaming like 12 hours almost daily. I just don't stream Halo scrims often. Your thoughts, Will? Um, so, here's the thing. Please do, because we've talked about this exact thing. About right. We wondered, is him playing too much Apex affecting how things are happening on that phase roster in Halo? Sure. Um, the criticism of playing too much Apex comes from, A, yes, we're not seeing you scrim. You don't talk about your scrims when you're playing Apex. You don't really talk about Halo much when... When he's playing Apex. Right. Which not, is, not that he needs not, not to. That, yeah, right, right. We just we just don't hear it. We right. don't know. Right. So when we see FaZe not placing where they should be as a top-tier org, things start to get looked at with a microscope, really. Yeah, and top-tier talent, too. Top-tier talent, They yes. have the talent necessary. We've said it countless times before. Right. So I think that's where the questions start to pop up is, like, kind of like what's going on because we don't see the scrims. Now, you're there, you're doing the work, you are putting it in, and hopefully these scrim results will translate to tournament success. Um, we have a lot of great teams and talent at the top. You know, Cloud9 really taking everything right now. You have Optic, um, Phase themselves, E United's playing at a really high level. Um, Sentinels, can't forget about that squad. Like, so when I guess maybe those fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth placings are really something to be achieved right now. Um, Cause we have so many, so much top tier talent at the top, but we, it just comes from a place of like, I mean, snipe down used to be at the top all the time. And now what's going on? That's, I think that's where it comes from. I don't. Right. And you said it yourself. It's like, it's, it's us not knowing. Yeah. Right. And you're right. When we look at previous scrim results and we listen to the comms that are happening in those scrims, right? Obviously things seem to have gotten better. Yeah. But what we talked about last time when we were talking about this roster as a whole is that you're right. We, the placings that the phase squad were getting in our minds weren't reflective of where they should be. Yeah. Because you yeah. look at the talent on that roster and you're like, I mean, these kids—you literally have some of the top-tier talent in the world on your team. It's—it just—it's not translating into placings. 
that we would expect you to be at because we think so highly of that roster, right? Yeah. And then we see these scrim results come in before these couple that we already talked about. We hear the comms that are taking place. Like we, we wonder who is the in-game leader on this team? How's the coaching going? This isn't to throw shade at anybody. It's just, it's, it's questions that we ask ourselves, excuse me. It's questions that we ask ourselves when we watch, right? Mm -hmm. Or when they're not being streamed and we're not, I'm not saying you need to stream everything. I'm like, I think we even had this topic on the show a, a while ago, but like, I don't think you need to stream everything, but it's just the, when we do see on Halo data hive and whatnot, like these results pop in and they're not, we talk about all the time. A scrim's a scrim. What do you, I mean, it is what it is, right? It's not end all be all, but when you look at the results that do come in and they're not what you'd expect for that squad to do. Yeah. More questions are raised. And that snipes playing apex all the time. Awesome. He loves the game. That's fantastic. And there's nothing wrong with that. But again, more questions are asked, right? Like, oh, is he dividing his time up too much? Is he's not is he not fully committed to this? Now, part I guess part of that is on us too, where it's like, well, we're we're planting those questions into our own heads. Like we don't have to be asking ourselves those questions. It's just like, but they pop up. Well, yeah, and you also don't know that he's pulling scrims before his stream or film review, or you don't know that's going on right. with, the, with the team. I and, will say it's good to know. Yeah. Like, I'm happy. I, I'm sorry that it, it, because, again, part of it is on us because we've talked about it before. But, like, I'm sorry that, to Eric, that it got to a point where he needs to go online and be like, guys, I fucking, I work my ass off over here. But at the same time, I'm just, I'm happy that we got the clarification. Because if we didn't get the clarification right, we'd be asking these same questions, especially right. leading right up into KC. Yeah, and look, it's it's kind of like any other, I, I mean, in my mind, any other kind of sports player. If I see, like, if I, if I see freaking, um, how do I want to put this, like, Kirk Cousins going to play soccer every weekend when the Vikings are not playing well, I'm going to start questioning him a little bit. Right. Like, like, why the fuck aren't you practicing with your team? Why aren't you putting in that extra effort with your team? Yeah. It, it's, um, and it, you, you be, snipe down being as, as prominent of a player as he is. He is in the public eye. Like people are going to ask those questions when things aren't going. And it's the fact that we just didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. Right. That along with the placings that have been received uh, as of recent. Now, granted, we're we're literally two made, not even major. We're two North of Pro Series. We're two events in with yeah, North yeah. American teams. Sure. So we had we had the Raleigh Major, which was right after the game released. People were feeling each other out. Right. We can't really base a lot of things off that. But then Anaheim happened. Teams had more practice under their belt. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just placings that you wouldn't expect. It's also weird to me that we've, the NA side of things have been quiet for as long as they have leading up to a major event. Right. It kind of feels like the hype has fallen off mm -hmm. and it, not as much will be there because there's been no North America, not not to say the EU teams or anything like that don't carry it. It's just for, for us, that's our region. So we would obviously pay more attention to that. Right. And we just haven't had that kind of lead up into a major event. No, 
more rivalries. Like we know the the Optic Cloud Nine is going to be there. Where's E United going to bust in? We all everybody hates Kratos. <laughs> yeah. We know that. So it's just uh, a lot has just been left on the table since the last pro event, right? And that's the thing too is that like with Phase, they they won that pro they won that Open Series event, but realistically, the only like top four team that competed in that one was E United. It's like we're we're I, I'm happy like don't get me wrong here. I don't want people to like misconstrue what I'm saying here. Like I'm happy that they did compete in that, right? I'm yeah. happy that you you're see we're seeing all the time. And Will's gonna talk about it in the in the tournament league recaps. I love seeing like this G two X phase roster, right? Half a G two, half a phase, going in and competing in these community run events, right? Love seeing these players come in and compete in these community events that are taking place because it keeps them fresh when they're outside of scrims. They're still remaining engaged. This is nothing against Snipe down playing Apex. I'm just saying I'm I'm happy that other players are going in on these top tier rosters and keeping things fresh, going in and competing with others, going in these community events and just remaining active. Whether this game or not, I guess you could say. I don't fucking know. But no, I Eric, thank you for the clarification on that. It is greatly appreciated because we didn't know. And again, I'm sorry because we we egged it on as well on this show that it that it came to this point where you had to address it like this. But I like the sports analogy that you gave, Will. It's like you just don't questions are asked. Especially if you're a public figure like this. So, but we got the information. We got the clarification. The man puts his fucking work in. And Snipe, for you and your team, I just really hope it pays off at Casey. Because if it doesn't, then more questions are going to be asked. But at least we know you're putting the work in. That's really all that matters is that you're actually, you're putting the time in with your team and trying to be better. And guess what? I also agree with the, uh, infinite not being very fun casually but that's besides the point what's up snag welcome back will would you like to move on yes all right let's move on to our regular uh tournament and league recaps for the week so will would you mind getting us through those the halo rec league ffa series week four leaders tied for ninth is evil fud sky blaster golden guy and uh should talk tied for six is v finesse puma and uh, some elite speak shit I don't know. Uh, T4 is F Daddy and El Generic. Third is Superman. Second, Paradise. And first is E7's Infinite. Still at the top spot, baby. Uh, Domino's Halo Infinite FFA tournament results. In fourth place is Gunna. Third is Ringo. Second is Reburst. And first is, I'm going to say Matthias. We had Louis V. Titans Money Tuesday open. Third and fourth was... Uh, Abba Mines, which was Aperture and Mines. We had Meatheads, which was Gunplection and Claytron. Second went to Cinta Negra, which was Johan MC and Guardian Flies. First went to Halo Reach Sweats. It is Remsey and Hillbilly. We had Knights Arena Weekly Halo Infinite 4v4 in third, fourth, Rock Bottom. Uh, is it Bang? Bong? <laughs> <laughs> bang bong whatever bong <laughs> uh, fucking get your shit together uh whoa 
Charcucci. Uh, Charcucci board? Charcucci <laughs> is just the gamer tag. Uh, Poochie is the next person. And then Coochie and Poochie. And then Mer7F. Or is it Choochie? Choochie? Is it Coochie or Choochie? I mean, it depends on oh, English is hard. Coochie Poochie? Uh, next up <laughs> is Team Skyline, Paradise, Finesse, uh, Superman, and Glozes. Second went to Pittsburgh Knights at the drift bolt and tapping buttons. And first went to Street Runners, uh, Too Nice, Ampium, Stand Paradigm, and Nexusar. Speaking of which. Next tournament, Knights Arena Monthly Halo Infinite 4v4. Third, fourth was Street Runners, Too Nice, <laughs> Ampium, Stand Paradigm, and Nexusar. Pittsburgh Knights at the drift bullet tapping buttons. Second, Pioneers, Renegade, Soul Snipe, Dark, and Mally and Manny. And first went to G2 and Phase, Falcated, Stellar, Boobadoo, and Bound. Renegade was on the Pioneers roster. Um, a Rash Spartans throwback Halo 3 doubles tournament. In fourth, we had a Vader and Zebret. Third went to Digital 8715 and Magical. Second went to Cutie? And Flazen? I don't know. Uh, figure it out. And Catastrophe and Guntype. Coochie? <laughs> It's got to be Choochie. It's, I'm hoping it's I think Choochie. it's Choochie. I think it's Choochie and Poochie. I, I never, I'm not even going to say anything else. I'm not, I'm not digging myself further into this fucking hole. Go ahead, Will. SWAT, SWAT Nation Halo 5 Spring Fling Sniper, or Swipers, sorry. Swiper, no swiping. Co-ed 4v4. Um, fourth place was Z4 Ice Tyrant. Ruddalunt, Valorous, and Z1 Tyler. Third went to Farmer Fabulation. What? What do you? Uh, okay, people. Your gamer tag is Sweet Copulation. Uh, <laughs> drip Drip Double and Raised Wolf. Second went to Murder Strenva, Airborne Vanessa, Strenny, Young Guns, and Murley. And first went to Golden Potatoes. Uh, it's a pink, Naf Burger, Smokey Dig, and Veronica. Congrats, yo. Did you say congrats, yo? Yeah. Oh, my God. Moving on. HGS Kansas City Major free-for-all qualifier number two. In fourth place was uh, Jazz... Jazz... Jazzil Yuppets. Take your fourth. Jazzil Yuppets. Uh... <laughs> Ella Lee, third, uh, is Drax in second and verse Jet in first. Again, just for people to understand that uh, each person who wins the qualifier for each region, so the first place in each region um, wins a trip to KC. So verse Jet from Mexico. Yep. yep. Uh, next up is Australia, New Zealand, and fourth was Scoobmeister. Oh, that's a good name. That's a good one. Third was uh, Strafe Noble. Second was Bandit, and first Plasma. Congratulations, Plasma. Out of EU, in fourth place was Warlord. Third was Outcast. Second was Mista. And first was Glory GGs. Congratulations, Glory. And from North America, we had in fourth place Cortex. Third was OG Halo Noob. Second was Claytron. And first was Reverbed. Congratulations, Reverbed. We'll see you guys at KC. All right. Last but not least was the Xbox Games Pass has PC games. X get <laughs> X games. I was going to say X games. Xbox games pass has PC games. Open series four V four. It's almost a tongue twister there. Uh, 
It's so bad. Fourth place was The Hand, Sylvanic, Exio, Fasty, and Bepix. Third went to Notorious, Precision, Precision, Kyle Groovy. Good name. Alex Shock and Perzelli. Perzelli? Parzelli? However, second place went to Total Control, Eli Elite, Avenue, Mortality, and Claim. And then first went to Incognito. It's Cycle, Neuronical, Carmea, and Piggy. And uh, I believe if they've accepted, uh, they will represent version one at Kansas City. That's right. Yep. That is what the winning team received was representation by, uh, to represent version one, all expense paid trip, and to compete at HCS Casey. Very nice. Very nice indeed. All right. That's all I got for the tournament league recaps, Josh. All right. Let's get into some regular news. Will, the fucking big boy came out today. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to use the restroom while you go through this. Go for I'll it. Be back. Go for it. Because we'll, we'll talk about Infinite after this. But uh, there's an update on Halo MCC. This is by Alex Wakeford. Again, this is a fucking big one. Um, I did trim down the article, of course. So if you want to read through the entire thing, p- please feel free to do so. Link is included in the Google Doc in the show. It's the show. And the entire article at HaloWaypoint.com is included in there. But for the sake of our show... Try to include just the the good bits. So for today's update, which literally came out today, ODST Firefight uh, Flood Fight has been introduced. It's finally out. Yes, it's finally there. To support this fan favorite mode, we've made numerous networking improvements which benefit Firefight across the board. We've also fixed several issues with enemies getting stuck or not seeking out the player properly. Players can now use the visor map to see enemy locations even while waiting to respawn in Firefight Matchmaking. Players can now use the Energy Sword and Sentinel Beam in ODST for the first time ever. It can even spawn with these weapons in Fiesta Fight. We've also mixed new enemies such as Elites and Flood into the Wave lineup for various arcade variants in Firefight Matchmaking. So they're going to be spread across the board. A handful of these fixes and improvements have been imported back to Halo Reach as well. For example, players can now trade weapons with allies, Covenant units in Firefight Versus, and the friendly Marines on the Installation Zero 4 map, and evict them from vehicles to take over their seats in Firefight Matchmaking. Flutter accompanied by dense fog, which gives firefight mission a new and spooky ambiance. Flood can now occupy vehicles for the first time since Halo 2, and players will encounter and potentially commandeer these across multiple firefight missions. In ODST, there are also three new types of Flood combat forms, the Infected Civilian, the Infected ODST, and the Infected Elite Major, which sports red armor and energy shields. The Flood can can employ all their familiar strategies as well, Stalker forms can climb on walls and deploy his range forms in unexpected locations. Flood can also drop onto the map via dispersal pods. Lastly, unlike the Master Chief, ODSTs can be infected and resurrected by the Flood, including your dead teammates and or yourself, like the dead body that's on the ground. So that's fucking cool. New boons are available across the firefight missions to aid you against the undead onslaught. These boons include things like weapon racks containing assault rifles and battle rifles, neither of which were available in firefight in the original Halo 3 ODST release. On some maps, players will find... Whoa! Eric. Eric with 14-month reset. He says, here's to Josh's tingly bits and to unpronounceable elite speak. Night, y'all. So happy to hear you two still at it. Hey, Eric, thank you so much. You get a woo! You have a great night. Thank you for tuning in. Greatly appreciated. Love you. 
On some maps, players will find flamethrowers to fend off the flood. On others, players will be assisted by allies. Marines and NMPD officers will help combat the flood and can help you by manning vehicles and turrets. On night missions, allied elites are delivered via insertion pods to aid you. If matchmaking isn't your thing, these allies can help you even the odds in solo firefight and they can be enabled in any firefight game variant, not only in flood fight. Lastly, some flood enemies will be generous enough to drop any grenades they may be carrying with, uh, which you can then use to restock your inventory. UI improvements. We made a number of UI uh, presentation adjustments across MCC's front end. In the customization menus, we've improved the presentation of the firefight voice preview behavior for Halo Reach and how items are previewed. We've updated and redesigned numerous icons to use throughout the menus, as well as fixed some performance issues which could occur in the main menu and the pause menu after returning from gameplay. For the custom game browser, we've added support for automatic team changing, which allows for game hosts to avoid manual team changes in favor of automatically evening teams out when a new match begins. This is available across all games, including Halo 2, Halo 2 Anniversary, and Halo 4, which are new to the custom game browser with this update, which means, yes, every game now in MCC is in the custom game browser. That's fucking cool. Forge and mod tools. We made several changes to empower forgers and modders as well. In Halo Reach 4 and 2, uh, we've added support for team-based kill volumes. So that's cool. In Reach, we've also added proper support for the target locator to reset on new rounds in multiplayer and to be synchronized properly across devices. Modders may also notice that the weather now synchronizes properly across devices in Reach as well. Campaign crossplay for 3 and ODST. Players on PCs and Xbox consoles can now play these campaigns cooperatively online. Note that while this feature has been tested internally, the team requires additional insight from real players with different networking setups. In other words, you're beta testing it. Campaign customization for Halo 4. Weapon customizations allow players to use their skins when starting levels and when picking up weapons. In Halo 4, campaign customization will work similarly to how it already works in CE and 3. Whenever a player picks up a weapon, their selected skin will be applied to it. In campaign, players will still play as Master Chief and will not see their custom armor, visor, or armor effects. Now in Halo 4 multiplayer, skins are applied in all game variants. So for example, spawning with a random weapon in Fiesta or acquiring a weapon in Escalation Slayer will now use your selected skin. Halo 3 Metal Update. We've added support for 51, 51 new multiplayer medals. The full list is in the patch notes, as well as fixed issues with the existing spectacular and triple-double medals. Players can now enable the full unified metal display setting to see all these medals in the MCC HUD overlay in Halo 3. But if you don't like new shit, the original plus metal display setting can be enabled. But if you don't like any new shit, then you can enable the original metal display setting for the legacy experience. Lastly, if you, if you don't like metals at all, I don't know why the fuck you wouldn't, you can now set the metal display to off. Yay, toggles! Adjustments to monthly challenges and exchange rotations. Monthly challenges will grant points which you can spend in the exchange to unlock new armor and customization items. That's cool. And the current seasonal challenges will shift to a 28-day cadence and award XP and or points that you can spend in existing tiers for previous seasons or the exchange to unlock new armor or customization items. Skulltacular. They're adding skulls and lots of them. But note that some are experimental. So use at your own risk. But here they are. Halo 2. Acrophobia is being added. In Halo 3, you have, and I'm not going to read through the descriptions of them all, but here are the skulls that you'll get. Anger, Bandana, Bonded Pair, Boom, Eye Patch, Foreign, Ghost, Jacked, Malfunction, Master Blaster, Pinata, Recession, So Angry, Swarm, That's Just Wrong, They Come Back, 
And that's that. And then Halo 3 ODST is all those, and then Acrophobia as well. And uh, I recommend you go through and read the descriptions yourself because some of them are pretty weird. Looking ahead, below is a list of key features and content the team has up its sleeve to release over the course of this year. Again, this year. Mod support for remaining games. Our goal is to support modding and Steam Workshop for every game in the MCC. In an update, we're adding support for Halo 3 ODST. During this year, our goal is to also add support for Halo Reach, Halo 2 Anniversary Multiplayer, and Halo 4. Remaining customization content. We still have some leftover armor and customization content that wasn't in our previous seasonal releases. We'll be endeavoring to bring these items to the MCC. Campaign collectibles for the remaining games. The code and content to support these shootable MOA collectibles on all remaining games, Halo 1, 2, 3, ODST, uh, Reach, and 4, is complete. The collectibles themselves have not been placed or configured for any of the games aside from Halo 3. However, in CE and 2, these will only appear in classic visuals. In ODST, they will receive the yellow outline when using visor mode like the existing audio log collectibles. Post-match customization screen remaining games. There's a new category of post-match customization for multiplayer which allows players to set a pose for the post-game carnage report. This feature will support poses for both Spartans and Elites. And accessibility items. In the future... We're looking to include improved mission subtitle support across all games, controller remapping, and we're exploring additional campaign accessibility options. Additional adjustments. For this year as well, with our move away from MCC seasonal releases, we'll be making some UI adjustments and changes to how things from the seasonal model appear in the game. Along with these updates, we're working on a variety of customization improvements to simplify the UI as well as make a clear distinction between legacy and new content that are available to players in the game. One last major item is that we're doing work on medals for Halo 3. Everything from adding universal medals to the game, updating XP across them, including some missing medals, and then also adding a toggle for players, similar to CE and 2, to switch back to how they originally appeared. Post feature complete. Once we have wrapped up the updates throughout this year, the team will continue to engage with the community and find areas of opportunity to adjust as needed, for MCC. We've had an amazing journey updating these games and bringing them to PC, and so we greatly look forward to continuing to hold up our end of the bargain and delivering high-quality features to MCC throughout the rest of this year. And then beyond seasons. As seasonal content updates are no longer the update model for the MCC, we are aiming to deliver multiple updates sprinkled throughout 2022. These are focused on delivering key features, quality of life updates, and bug fixes alongside the unreleased content from last year. Our aim is to balance our release windows at times where these do not conflict with ongoing updates to Halo Infinite. There you go. Potentially the last big MCC info dump that we'll get. Hope you enjoy. Will, do you like to cook? No. No? no? All right. Well, Not so much. Well, then this won't be for you. But there's an official Halo cookbook that's been announced. You can go pre-order that shit. It's coming out in August. Halo Infinite April 2022 patch updates by Halo Support. Uh, this has been released. This includes the CTF overtime uh, updates. We'll talk about it. So, in stockpile matches, power seeds will no longer spawn in unreachable areas of the map. I've never had that happen to me, so I'm glad it's fixed, though. After completing a multiplayer match via, via LAN, the post-game cartridge report now shows match statistics for players. Match stats may not appear for observers in a land match. All right, sudden death changes. Here we go for CTF. Sudden death will start when the round timer expires 
and an outcome-affecting flag is away from its base. For example, if Cobra team is winning one to nothing, and only Eagle team's flag is away, it will not trigger sudden death because Cobra is already winning. Okay? If Cobra team is winning one to nothing, and Cobra's team flag is away, it will trigger sudden death because now Eagle has an opportunity to score. If Cobra and Eagle teams are tied, either team's flag being away will trigger sudden death because either team has an opportunity to score. The sudden death timer will pause if any outcome affecting flag is contested and will reset if the flag is picked up. Therefore, continually keeping overtime applied as long as that flag is continually being moved. If all outcome affecting flags are returned, in other words, no flags are away from their base, then sudden death will terminate and the round will end. Now, it does not say it will end immediately, so I wonder if it's still like the, the ticker, like the circle, you know? I wonder if it's that, or I wonder if it will be immediately. I don't. I haven't tested it yet, so I don't know. This rule change applies to both normal rounds and overtime rounds in the arena and ranked variants of CTF in multiplayer matchmaking and custom games. And then there was improvements to joining fire teams and accepting invites from a suspended state on Xbox consoles. Will, do you like these CTF overtime rule changes? Yeah, they're fine. All right. no, no big deal there. I agree. All right. The last piece of news that we have for this week. Not nearly as long as last week's. The season one outcome report, this time the live model by 343 Industries. This week, we're doing another outcomes report, almost like an outcomes part two, that's focused on our live team's responsibilities. In it, we'll cover feedback on Halo Infinite's customization, shop, battle pass, progression, challenges, ultimate rewards, events, theater, observer mode, and more. So for customization, feedback included. Players want to be able to use customization content across different cores, damn it! We agree that there is room to have better customization by lifting core restrictions where possible. For right now, we're pursuing options that will allow players to use certain customization items on different cores. Due to the way the core system was initially built, getting items to work on various cores will take time. It may not even be possible for all items and will likely require us to do it piece by piece. As we investigate what expanding the cross-core customization will require from a tech perspective, our initial focus is on enabling as many helmets, visors, and armor coatings across different cores as possible. In short, our goal is that we'll be incrementally moving to a model that has coatings and visors working across all cores, with helmets and chest gear working across cannon cores as our first focus changes to make in the system. Feedback included, players want items that make up a kit, like the HCS kits, to be able to be used individually. In a future update, we'll be, we'll be changing the kit system so that it will allow players to support individual items from their kits to use in their own personal Spartans. So not now. Many would like to use multiple attachments on their vehicles, weapons, and Spartans. Our focus is currently set on cross-core customization in kits, but we wanted to acknowledge this and we'll see what we can do. In other words, that shit ain't coming for a while. 
Another piece of feedback was desire for more and higher value customization content through the free methods. Season two will improve on the free experience by slowly removing armor core limitations to enable more customization options with those free items. Having better customization items as weekly ultimate rewards and having even more customization content and event passes and the free track of the battle pass. So they're working on it. And then, Will, for the folks out there who uh, got that 152 in Halo 5, we have an update for you. Feedback included Watchdog and Redshift armor coatings do not look like what was shown in 2020. Additionally, new weapon coatings look similar to Watchdog weapon coatings. Well, we want to make it right in a future update. So not right now. The shop! Feedback included the price the shop offers can vary between offers seen having similar value. So we started selling items individually when possible, tried to better standardize pricing based on value, and focus on reducing prices across the board. And they'll keep doing that. Feedback, desire for more purchase options, including a higher rate of rotation and allowing the purchase of individual items within bundles. They're looking to do that later. Battle pass and progression. Desire for a career progression system separate from the battle pass. It's in the design phase right now. We want to nail it out of the gate, and that's going to take some time. Feedback, award per match XP that takes performance into account. Per match XP is on the way and will land this year. Feedback includes, players want the battle pass to contain more value across both free and premium tracks. So the free battle pass will contain even more customization content than Season 1's, including the Lone Wolf's armor core early on in the track. As for the premium track, we've added credits as another reward tier and will allow players to earn up to 1,000 credits. Season 2 will also have better weekly ultimate rewards and improved event passes, giving plenty, giving players plenty of opportunities to earn customization content for free. couple pieces of feedback. Some challenges can be too situational, such as the Killjoy challenges, and some challenges can be misconfigured or worded in a way that results in players not making progress when expected. We've been doing our best to address challenges that end up being too situational, misconfigured, or confusing whenever feedback pops up around them. Please continue letting us know when that shit happens. The support team has been tracking reports of various challenge-related issues and brings them directly to us for evaluation. And lastly, as of this week, we've removed the Killjoy challenges from all challenge decks, and you won't be seeing it again anytime soon. But that makes me think they're going to come back later anyway. Piece of feedback. Value of ultimate rewards varies too much. Desire for consistent higher value rewards bar. Wait, no. Jesus Christ. Desire for consistent higher value rewards. Season 2's ultimate rewards will feature rewards at a higher and more consistent quality bar. That means they'll focus on content like coatings, visors, and stances, and no longer have emblems or backdrops throughout the course of the season. For example... Here are the first five weeks of ultimate rewards in season two. Week one is the sentry stance. Week two, the battleship haze MA-40 AR coating. Week three, the alabaster cognac razorback coating. I'm intrigued as to what the fuck that looks like. Week four, amber yesterday visor. And week five, the spring mountain stance. Spring Mountain Stance. Is that going to be like the, the captain 
stance. What the fuck is that going to be? No idea. I don't know. Feedback. Double XP boost running off time is not preferred. Remember how the challenge system was implemented? Well, this confirms that it's fucked. So, double XP boost utilizing time is a little more complex than it may appear on the surface. We've seen the recommendations to use Halo 5's double XP boosts, which work on a per-match basis. However, since Halo Infinite's currently leverages challenges for XP, though per-match XP will be landing later this year, there's a chance a player could not meet the requirements for the challenge in that game, and therefore not get any reward for a per-match boost. Since you don't know when you may complete that challenge... <laughs> Again, it's stupid... We instead opted for time-based boosts to make sure players could knock out multiple challenges or get a handful attempts to knock out a specific one. Based on feedback from last year, though, we did end up bumping the double XP boost timer from 15 minutes to 30 minutes and then doubled it again from 30 minutes to an hour. Although it isn't perfect, we do think it's a fair approach for the time being. Longer term, however, we do agree with moving away from time-based XP boosts, especially with per-match XP coming in a future update. More to share on both of these at a later date. Events! Feedback includes desire to have modes from events persist in some fashion after the event ends. This season we've had events end and their modes, time, and matchmaking end with it. The feedback around this approach was not unexpected. But we wanted to give it a try to see if it could help spice up events. Now that we've given it a try... We'll be doing a better job of making event content available in the normal matchmaking rotation starting in Season 2. You FOMO motherfuckers. Feedback. Winter contingency was good, but not having an event pass to track progress was confusing. So, if we do another run of a simple event like this, we'll be sure to leverage the event pass feature in-game so players know what they've earned and what they're working towards. Feedback. Event challenges can get stuck behind regular challenges, meaning players need to leave the event before they can return. Down the road, we want to have separate challenge lists. Holy fucking moly! <laughs> so that weekly challenges aren't blocking event challenges and vice versa. Holy shit! Thank you. Feedback. Tenrise fun but limiting progress per week made it feel tedious at times. And then mixed feedback was recurring Tenrai events are appreciated by players who miss them or could not maximize progress in a week, but not as appreciated by highly active players. So even though we've seen some players believe repeating events can get stale, many appreciate the opportunity to catch up on weeks when they have more time to play. We like this fracture format as it stands right now, but we'll continue to look at ways to improve it even further. And then finally, theater and observer. Feedback was, fix your shit. There's a handful of improvements for theater and observer coming with a focus on addressing overall stability, issues caused by viewing multiple films in a row, and problems that arise, uh, arise when observing multiple matches in a row. We're consistently making improvements to both these features. You should start seeing the results within season two's release. That's it for the regular fucking news. I'd say this is time for Kylo Games Watch, but it's not because fuck, we don't have anything to talk about. Uh, I will say all my all my sassiness aside in that previous blog post, they it. I will say I'm glad that they're owning up to their shit. I'm like, yeah, based off how this was made, we can't do that. So we hear you, and 
We're going to try to make it so we can do the thing that you want now. Per match XP. Awesome. Uh, separate challenge lists. Awesome. Especially for events. If you don't have a lot of time to play and you want to focus on one thing, that's awesome. Um, Cross-core customization. However, however long it takes, however wonky it is, at least we're getting something of it. The being able to separate things within kits. That's fucking cool. We wanted that from the get-go. Awesome to see. It's, like I said, my snarkiness aside, there are a lot of things in that article where it's like, obviously I wish this never was a problem to begin with, but you owned your shit and now we work on fixing it. Anything you'd like to add? I'm sorry. All right. Nope. It's time for... Games too. Will, what the fuck did you play? Uh, played some Rainbow Six Siege. How'd that go? Uh, it went fine in quick play, but once we jumped into ranked, it was kind of a shit show. Oh, you went back in there, huh? Dove yeah. deep. Yeah. There's a different skill level in ranked. <laughs> you can feel prepared, but you might never be prepared. Huh? Um, we played some Halo Infinite. Grinding out the ranked playlists. How'd that go? I'm enjoying it. After playing it for a while, what is your favorite map now? Ooh. Game's been out for a little while now. You've had the chance to play a bunch of maps, and it's, I, it's probably, bizarre, right? It's Streets. I think Streets is my favorite map. I was about, I, I didn't mean bizarre. I should have said Behemoth. Oh, Behemoth. <laughs> streets is your favorite map? Yeah, Streets is my favorite, probably followed by... Oh, probably recharge. Um, no, I'll take that back. Streets, live fire, recharge. Snag, I'm going to fucking kill you. Bizarre. Yeah. In terms of ranking? Yeah. Okay. I'll leave it there. I think that's the, the ranked play. I'm not, obviously behemoth isn't there in ranked anymore. Yeah. Thank God. Thank fucking Christ. I think that's I think that's the one. Oh, Aquarius. Did I say Aquarius? You did not. Yeah, I'm just shit at that map. So it's like I'm shit at it. Aquarius bizarre. <laughs> I feel like if you don't have proper setups on Aquarius, then you gotta get fucked. Yeah. 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 Um Snag says launch site for the win. Go fuck yourself. Uh Pancake says Behemoth all the way. Go fuck yourself too. Um what was I gonna say? Uh, I am excited for the audio changes that are coming Um, where I think you'll be able to turn down like the environmental audio. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to, I want to talk about that too for a second because the arcade I, in streets is fucking annoying. That was my point. Well that, but um, I've been playing through basically a aux cord that's plugged into my controller and then into my mix amp. Okay. And that dulls down the quality quite a bit. Yeah. So when I my I I just didn't want to do that. So I plugged my headset right into my controller the yeah. other day. And I'm playing it on like I think it was recharge and I'm sitting like elevator and I hear like ding 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 behind me like just environmental noises. Yeah. I just whip around. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm yeah. hearing shit I had never heard before. Yep. And it's like throwing me off. I thought someone was literally like sneaking up and running behind me. 
There's birds chirping on one map. I forget which one it is. Probably live fire. That's it. Uh, I, it's the only outside one. Bizarre. Fucking chickens. I, I forgot what the fuck it was. But no, like it caught me off guard too. And then, like I said, the arcade is just too loud. Yeah. It's neat. It is cool. For a second. It, it, literally a second. Literally a second. Because the, I'm dialed in thinking somebody's going to come from PD or tires, you know? Yeah. So I'm just sitting there and I just hear it. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck this. Pancake says, yeah, it's live fire. Well, there you go. You guys are right. But yeah. Yeah. Those are the two games I played. Josh, I see you have one on the list. I played one game because we didn't do a play date. Uh, other shit that was happening. So, um, I played Elden ring. Yeah. I'm still playing Elden ring. Um, there's a major, no spoilers, obviously. Uh, there is a major, major boss in the game. I beat on the second try. And that felt really good. Your mage bullshit. It was hilarious. I fucking, it was fucking, oh, what the, whoa. Do you need, whoa, what happened? I only have audio in my left side. Same. Right now. You, oh, no, okay. It was just you. It was your problem. It wasn't plugged in all the way. Now it is. See? That was weird. Yeah. I think you pulled on a little bit when you yeah, yeah, twi- when, when you I turned. Just, when I moved up. Yeah. A little, a little twist. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But yeah, I I got a, a spell, a sorcery, if you will, called the Comet Azure. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But the funny thing is it got nerfed. Not enough. So I fucking, oh man, it's crazy. I was not expecting it to happen the way that it did. I uh, I picked up a summons. Yeah. Which I'm really excited to use, but I don't have enough FP for it yet. Oh God. But apparently this summon is like um, just a tank. Like they just take a ton of damage. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's nice for me because then I'm not focused on and I can just walk up and run away. Oh yeah. I won't lie. I use summons. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fucking like top tier. I'm a fucking normie. Okay. Come on. Yep. And then I got two, uh, Uchi Katanas now. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm dual wielding. Uchi Katanas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dual wielding that shit. Uchi Gushi. Although I put of, uh, Ash of War on my, on the Katanas. Okay. It's like a, a blood one, which is, it looks oh, really cool. You are doing a blood build. But, the problem is, is like I technically lost damage output oh. with it from my previous Art of War oh. or Ash of War. But, but with the blood buildup, like what, you hit it four times or whatever, and then it should take off a decent chunk of health, so maybe that counteracts? Yeah. I, yeah, maybe, maybe once I get the, uh, the combined, you know. Yeah. Because it's like a special attack that you have yep. to use for that. Yep. Your R2 or whatever. It's like you have to hold L2. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then use either, yeah, yeah. I'm using the the Moonveil katana. So I, I'm using the art of that the Ash of War, or Art of War, whatever the fuck that's on it's Ash. Yeah, that was on the weapon when you get it, which sure. which has two different ones. You can hold down left trigger and then press right bumper to use like a a slash that goes across, or you can hold left trigger and then pull right trigger, and you do like a, like a dope ass down slash. So that's what I got in my, I switched between that and my staff, obviously. 
Did you see that someone uh, beat the game in world record time? What, 11 minutes or something like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Apparently, there's like a... You can do like skips where it just fly, flings you across the map. That sounds dope as shit. And it's, but it's like... Because like you'll, you'll fling to this map or to the spot and then like you'll f- like fling yourself in just into a boss battle. And then like he just... Whoa! And then he just like quits out and rejoins... And it's like the boss is defeated because of the, like the weirdness going on. It's oh, not so like it's just glitching the game. It's basically they're they're well, it's not a glitch because it's that's nah, a it's, glitch. It's fucked up. That's a glitch. That definitely sounds like a glitch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh my. You can't do anything in eleven. You can't get across the first area in eleven minutes. <laughs> I mean, you can get you can get transported to Caleb oh. in eleven minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. I found that chest by the way. <laughs> yeah. So funny thing, I opened that chest. Yeah. And I ran away. Yeah, you don't you don't get transported, yeah. Until I I already had Caleb unlocked. Sure. So then I wanted to go to a spot in Caleb. Yeah. So I, I tried to just tra- uh go to the Lost Grace. Yeah. And it transported me into that mine. Oh, like, that's weird. Yeah. I was like, why why am I here? I'm not I didn't ask to go here. And then I was like, oh shit. I had I couldn't go anywhere else. I had to find my way out from it. I should go back to that cave now that I'm much, much higher level than I was at the beginning of the game. Because when I got transported there to go get the meteorite staff, light spoilers, it doesn't mean anything if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, like when I did that to go get the meteorite staff in Caleb, uh, <laughs> those they fucked me up when oh, I went yeah. in there the first time. I'm like, holy shit, give me the grace to give me the fuck out. <laughs> and I got the meteorite staff and I got the fuck out. It was great. That game is good, man. It is a good game. That's a really good game. This game is very special. Very special indeed. I should have put on here, I forgot to, especially considering the TikTok you sent me. Uh, I did start um, Lego Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker Saga. Um, but yeah, I started episode one. But what I think I'm going to do is I think I'm going to start with episode seven. Because I've learned that there's a so like the cool part about this Lego game is that you can switch you can swap characters mm-hmm. on the fly like yeah. you don't have to go to a hub world to switch your character and then run that character through the mission you can switch on the fly and each there's subsets of characters that have different abilities yep to help you in the missions right but some of those abilities you don't unlock until the very beginning of episode seven so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do episode seven first then go back and go through. I already know what happens in them. I've seen them all, but yeah. Pretty good so far. Combat's cool. Yeah. That's what I played. Will, shall we get into some shout-outs? Um, shout-out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We had Omega Yihazu. Thank you for the follow. We have Raider Hater with a five-month resub arena. And then we have uh, Eric Lanky Sasquatch with the 14 month re sub arena. Thank you guys very much. Greatly appreciated. You guys get more. Woo! There it is. Um, Snag says, hype to play that later in the year. Which one? Lego Star Wars or Elden Ring? Both are great. Elden Ring's a very special game. I'll say that. Happy belated birthday to Pixel Flare. And then uh, happy birthday today to Veronica. As a matter of fact, so happy birthday to you guys. Hope the day 
and days were great. Community Creations, Halo Memes Every Day, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo Memes. Go check it out. Clips of the week number 152 by High Tech Redneck. Videos out today. Optic Halo ranks the Halo games. It's by Optic Gaming. Will. Yeah. Something that might be a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, that list is trash. Really? <laughs> Halo 5 was A tier. I know. <laughs> Jeez, anyway, there's, there's the, there's the, there's the mic smack. They messed are, it you up. Saying it, are you saying it sucked because 3 and 2 were S tier or whatever? Or A tier? Yeah. Those oh games suck God. now. God. Oh my God. Anyway. Will is a Halo uh, Zoomer, if you will. Us Halo Boomers. Well, would you be Gen Z? Are you a Gen Z? I have then? no idea. Is that what that is? I have no idea. Dude, I don't know either. All I know is that we are millennials. Like, we are technically millennials. Yeah. Even as we're 30. Um, But either way, yeah, I, I have some qualms with their list as well. Uh, I love how people are like, I would actually bump Halo 4 a tier higher. Like, yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. I mean, granted, it's in D tier right now. So, like, yeah, bump it up a bit. Put in that C tier. It's average. That's it. Just average. Um, And then we have breaking down teamwork. This is by Shyway. Um, We talked about Snipe Down, but uh, FaZe is in that video and talks about the teamwork behind that roster. So that would actually be a really good listen, given the context of what we talked about earlier in the show. So go check that video out. Well, that's all I got for the community creations. And that's all I got for the show. So if you wouldn't mind doing me a solid and yeah. plugging the motherfucker. If you want to listen to us, you can find us on podcast services. Leave us a review and let us know what you think of what we got going on here. And uh, if you want to listen to Josh's favorite what do you, uh, source podcast. There you go. Join the Discord. If you want to join the community discussion, link is provided in the Google Doc of the channel to the show or a link tree in our Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, find us on social media, twins, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we're mostly on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Meh. Uh, we have a YouTube if you want to watch VODs or anything else we had going on there. YouTube.com slash Talk. If you want to watch us live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central, or like 7.30 today. Roughly, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Twitch.tv slash HDSProTalk. You can go to HDSProTalk.com, find a link to our merch in the top right corner and all other things HDSProTalk on the site. And don't forget to find folks over at Podcast Evolved. Make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. They have so such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus Book Club, Builds with Blocks, and Halo Headlines. So check them out for all your Halo needs. Josh, that's all I got. Send it off. Sick. Uh, Snag says, I know I need to hop on. I'm just not ready for the ass-kicking yet. Elden Ring. And then uh, Pancake says, don't sleep on the Ring of Elders. Don't sleep on it. It's a good time. But guys, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for episode 230 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for watching live if you're here, hanging out with us in the live show. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your night to come enjoy some Halo discussion among other things, on the show. If you're listening to the, uh, if you're watching the VOD on YouTube, hey, I love the comments. Keep them coming. Read them, reply to them, send them in. If you're listening to the audio version of the show, hey, you don't see me looking at the camera right now. I'm looking at you. I'm staring into your soul. 
I like what I see. I do. Got a good soul. What's that Jesse McCartney song? Beautiful soul. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the first thing that fucking popped in my head. Oh, I'm old as shit. Uh, <laughs> but if you're listening to the audio version of the show, thank you so much as well. Well, that, yup, that was uh, Will Do-To-Doing Beautiful Soul by Jesse McCartney. Um, I literally do not know where to go from there. Holy shit. I was going to say, if you're listening to the audio version of the show, thank you very much for taking the time out of your day, night, weekend, whatever it may be. It's greatly appreciated. We hope you enjoy as well. Um, and like Will said, join the Discord. If you haven't already, lots of cool discussions happening in there. Um, not just Halo related, but a whole bunch of shit. So if you're interested in just talking with the community, join up. We're in there too. Um, all right. We're a couple weeks away, guys, from KC. Which means, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm looking at the calendar right now, in two episodes, two episodes from now, we will have our HCS Kansas City pre-show. You're not going to want to miss that. It's going to be a good time. We're going to talk about the teams. We're going to talk about our expectations, our predictions that we always get wrong. Um, but that's okay. It's part of the fun. You know, it's part of the fun. And like we've like we've been saying consistently, um, we will be there. We will be at Kansas City. So if you are going to be there, let us know. Hit us up in the DMs. Join the Discord. We'll talk about it. It'll be a good time. We'll hang out. Have some drinks, watch some Halo. Be a good time. We hope to see you there. Guys, that's going to do it for episode 230. We'll be back next week. But until then, uh, beautiful souls and shit. Bye bye. Goodbye.